At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yes, it's been a long time. But I still remember every face. You remember your first? Of course, Your Grace. Who was it? That's Hiroshi. Never learnt the name. Mm. How do you do it? Lance through the heart. Quick one. Lucky for you. Mine was some tarly boy at the Battle of Summer Hall. My horse took an arrow, so I was on foot slogging through the mud. He came running at me, this dumb, high-born lad, thinking he could end the rebellion with a single swing of his sword. I knocked him down with the hammer. God, I was strong then. Caved in his breastplate. Probably shattered every rib he had. Stood over him, hammer in the air. Right before I brought it down, he shouted, Wait! Wait! They never tell you how they all shit themselves. They don't put that part in the songs. Stupid boy. He could have lingered on the edge of the battle with the smart boys, and today his wife had been making him miserable. His sons would be ingrates, and he'd be waking three times in the night to piss into a bowl of wine! Now, yesterday morning, I came out into the front yard, and the dogs were across the boat. And as soon as they saw me, they came bounding over. <laughs> Why are they going to be bothered? These people make up little rules. You can't call a midget a midget, the preferred dwarf. And all that, Eskimos, what would be that? Leprechauns don't like it. No, leprechauns <laughs> don't exist. No, but, but it's on the same line. Leprechauns do not exist. It's the same thing, though. If they did, they go, don't call them that. What do no. leprechauns prefer to be called? Gnomes, or... There's something... <laughs> leprechauns something... prefer to be called gnomes! So confused. Oh. driving down the road coming back to camp 
and it's obviously quite dark and as we're coming around the corner there's a light post shining down and I notice movement and I'm thinking okay I'm, it's a raccoon or a possum or something and I'm looking and it's this little guy just walking just off the road inside like between the tree line and, and the edge of the grass so he wasn't in the tree line he wasn't on the road he was kind of maybe closer to the tree line what did he look like? He looked like a freaking gnome with this nasty face. Like, it was, it scared the shit out of Did me. Did he have a hat on? Yes. Like, it looked like a gnome? Like, it looked like a freaking gnome. Only it was, you know, he was like taller than a garden gnome. I mean, it was, what, what's that? Like, so you, how did you see his face? Two feet. We were close enough to him. He was walking in the same direction we were. And he had a little hat on. And he had like a real freaky looking face. He looked like a mean gnome. Yeah, he didn't look like he was friendly. He wasn't wiggle bottom. No. No. Is that woman's reaction? Shock and awe, I guess. <laughs> probably the best. Because if somebody's trying to tuck four up on you. She had to go to the bathroom immediately. She just... had to pull three yards of fabric out of her coot. Coot. <laughs> Welcome, fans of the spoken word. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. Live from Dallas, a border craft bereft of oil, more elusive than Sasquatch. It's okay. Talk. Starring Matt. Listener discretion is advised. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. All right, that should be better. And it is April the 4th. Twenty and nineteens. You're listening once again to your radio heroes, the OK Talk podcast. Yes, 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 we have returned. I, of course, am not only the Red Dragon and the Tyler Howler and the BHC and the manipulator of the creek, the giver of fear, deliverer of dreams, Clinton. And this, of course, with me always, is Matt. Yep. <laughs> I will say your name, I guess. <laughs> what it do? I, I didn't know if you thought I was going to hit the Matt. I'm ready for that. I need that. Matt. No doubt. Let's see. Okay, I've got this audio ready to go whenever we want. <clears throat> yeah, so... Busy times, busy times, lots going on, lots of good things, lots of good things. And um, thankfully, we never promised anybody that we'd ever do anything. That's what's wonderful about <laughs> this show. So we're glad to have you here. We don't owe you shit. When when we decide to do this radio thing. No, man, uh, obviously, I'll just go ahead and say we are working very, very immediately on Creek stuff. Mm, and yeah. we got some big, 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 uh, big announcements for you shortly and stuff for you to see. You said that stuff looks pretty good? No, I don't look pretty good, baby. It doesn't look like it belongs in whatever the best <coughs> this genre is. Genre? Is it genre? Or genre. Genre, I think. Genre. He, no, he lived down the street from me yeah. earlier. Genre. Genre. Thanks to everyone who has reached out. We've got people that are acting as if 
they need to enter a methadone clinic because they are thirsty. They are thirsty for the truth. The thirst is real. So we're back in our haunted studio here. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out just real quick to Dark Decline, former East Texas soldier. Good dude. And uh, left a really quick killer review on the iTunes. And um, nice. I implore anyone else who's listening to this to do so. Do the same. Let's start with this because it's fun. And this happened a while ago. So if we can get into the way back machine. People seem to dig on um, us just talking, period, but mainly about everything. But also, they really enjoy our radio exploits. And this mm. is um, the infamous, famous, the famously infamous Terry Schiavo. Yes. Mm. Which it was the anniversary of Terry Schiavo the other day. Moment of silence for Terry Schiavo. And Tasha. And of course, Capenzi. Of course. Moment of silence for Bigfoot? But yeah, so anyway, Matt asked me, did Greg acknowledge what had happened or did he think it was mm. funny or anything? And, and I Well, told because he him. fills in on your, on, your, on your day job, he fills in for your host on occasion. Well, yeah, yeah, but we were talking about even then, like what was his yeah. response then later on? Did he oh, come oh into yeah, the, at the time. Did yeah. he come into the jock lounge and just shoot the shit with us? Or? Yeah. And I said, no. Once I uh, asserted my dominance, I immediately said, hey, we should get Greg to come in here and fill in because he's a pro. I'll say this. Like, I had played it for Jim, who, you know, he was doing country radio at the time. So he didn't know nothing about nothing. And he, on the floor, cry laughing. Yeah. Just couldn't believe it. We don't have the original audio of this, but Greg yeah. is a fill-in for another show. And after working with him two or three times, I kept telling Jim I was going to play it. I was like, man, we got to play it for Greg, you know. He'll, he, you know, I don't know how he'll react, but it'll be good radio. Hey, it's, been, it's been long enough. Right, right, right. Like, and, he, and he and I are, like, very, very cool. And um, so I told him, I was like, hey, I got something I want to play for you later. And he's like, okay, what? And I was like. I can't tell you. You're going to have to. And and then, of course, you know, it's like, he's like, what? Yeah. Like, it's just something from back in the day, you know? And we di I didn't play it for him. So, like, Savage called at the end of the show, yeah, of course, and just shot the wheels off. So then it wasn't until we needed him again. Hey, man, let's do it. And I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Jim and I are going to turn the microphones on. We're going to play this for you. And um, Oh, was he asking for it? Well, he wanted to know what it was, and I was That's, like, okay, Greg. On it for yeah, this so I said, okay, Greg, here's what we're about to do. We're going to turn the microphones on. We're going to record us playing it for you. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> All right, here we go. And then, and, you know, and that'll probably be the end of it. What do you think? Sound all right? It sounds great, man. So uh, I turned Gemini's oh, mic on because I'm going to record this. It's like a momentous occasion. Uh-oh. So anyway, I, I'm not exactly sure on the year on this. Oh no. But um and and the audio, the actual audio doesn't exist as far as anybody that I know can find it. <laughs> so what you're hearing is so this being replayed on the ticket. Okay. And the situation was Lance was out and Shotgun was running the board and I was producing. 
So I'm in the booth. Does he ever oh, realize? So you're what's the coming? one who gave this to the ticket, aren't you? I didn't give it to him. That's the funny thing. As I've stated many times, it was our promotions guy, Baylor. Ah. Uh. But even though, if I did, I mean, it's not horrible at all. Right. All right. And we got a lot of pub for this, Greg. All right, let's hear it. Okay, man. And um, so this was uh, Terry Shivo time. Oh, yeah. I remember that story. I got this sent to me. I didn't hear this live on the air, but we have a sister station called 570KL. So wait, does he not remember this happening? No, he has no idea. He has no idea. Because this is like the biggest thing ever to, like, if you'd say Terry Shivo, this is the first thing I ever think of. So the fact that, like, this happened and the ticket was bagging on him and, well, not bagging on him, but, like, having fun with it for days, right? I mean, they played this a couple of times. Bro. At the time. It made me famous. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Shotgun already had his nickname. Yeah. This didn't get me a nickname because I already had one. Thank you, Mike Reiner. But this, people were like, what? And this is when Gordon and I began... So it's shocking. I mean, he's a busy guy. I get it. But it's shocking to me that, like, when you say it's the ticket, it's Terry Schiavo, he wouldn't be like, oh, you're right, like this thing. But see, because of Ancarlo, there was this, like, perceived adversarial relationship between. Right. And and that is all Ancarlo. I mean, nobody else up there (laughs) was mad. Was a jerk or anything. Was a diva. Was a fake. Horse mouth (laughs) mouth. I got this sent to me. I didn't hear this live on the air, but we have a sister station called 570-KLIF. Boy, do we. Boy, do we. (laughs) Yes. Boy, do we. What does that mean? Uh, (laughs) This is all in I think they take what's rightfully ours sometimes, Uh, but... (laughs) Like what? I think they're starting to invade us. (laughs) And we're their sister station, yet I I sense they're invading us. The takeover has begun, hey? They're growing like a cancer on our backs. All right, so 570 Cliff is our sister station. Um, Greg is definitely... Which we were given the task of trouncing them in the ratings, and I just want to congratulate you, Craig. And, well, uh, yep, congratulations. All the work y'all did. To you, Gordon, as well. Ago. Uh, anyway, so they have this this talk show host named Greg Knapp. Now, I don't know, is this a local guy or is this a... a yeah, he's local, uh, 4 to 7. Okay, so he's their evening drive guy. Right. This is one of their big guns. Had to fight through Dr. Laura to get to him. So he's doing the Terry Schiavo stuff. Jim is laughing mm-hmm. hard. So he's trying to go. Now, this is the thing. When stuff messes up at the ticket, and this is kind of the the nice thing about the ticket, is that all the P1s feel like they're a part of the station, and they are because they're all allowed backstage. Mm-hmm. We're putting on a radio show, but everyone's allowed backstage and listens to all the warts. Well, they can't handle that like on the Greg Knapp show. So when something goes wrong, it's a full broadcast panic as opposed to, hey, it's funny, something went wrong. They want to be perfect broadcasters. Yes. So Greg Knapp's doing a serious story, the Terry Schiavo uh, episode, and he's trying to play some clips of a woman who was on earlier in the broadcast day who was in a persistent vegetative state and came out of it, or at least was diagnosed as that and came out of it. She was a guest on his show. Uh, I think on a previous show. Okay. Glenn so Beck he, show. Okay. So he's trying to go to these clips, and some ungodly noise keeps... Hang on. Okay, so Greg, do you know what they're talking about? No, I I mean, I know about Shiva. Okay, but, but you don't. You have no recollection clips. of this. Not a... Okay, because see, that's what all. I think is amazing, because this is one of my favorite moments that has ever happened to me in radio. <laughs> and really, a big part of it is because of how cool you are. 
because you were just like, oh, okay. But like, like the guy that we work with every day, it would be a full on, right. you know, you're the worst Tanning person mode. ever. Right. So, that's one thing's funny when they go, well, Greg, Greg, uh, when they say, well, they have to go into panic mode. I'm like, I highly doubt we went. No, no, no. no. That's all directed at Ann Carlo. Trust me. That's that. This is after the whole sales fiasco and Dan Bennett having to come in there and tell them. So they're just making all this KLIF shit was because of Ann Carlo. Okay. So you're, you no, you totally play this cool, but I just was wondering if you, at this point, even knew, like, what was about to happen. Okay, so here we go. Occurring, when they go to play the cut, somebody has, has recorded over it, and he is not happy about it. So listen to this. And so I pulled some of Glenn Beck's interview with Kate Adams. This is a woman who was diagnosed as being in this persistent vegetative state. Okay, so listen very closely. Kate Adams America. was asked here, were you in a coma, Kate? <laughs> Excuse me. I need that to didn't have, really play. What's going on here, guys? We've got the wrong signal up here. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thank you very much. Let's try that again. Uh, Clint, can you please try and reload that cut number one for me? Because I think it got crossed with, uh, with another one. Is it ready to go? Can you hear it now? All right, let's try it again. Okay, please try and fix that for me. Uh, delete that and re reformat it if you need to. What? Let me move on to the second one. If I possibly can, let's worry about that later. Hang on. I apologize, guys. We've been putting so much audio into this machine today. We got some things crossed. Uh, Kate Adams was asked, did you have a feeding tube pulled from you? Did you have it turned off on you? I lived through And then finally he gets the right cut. What a horrible sound that was. You know that sound did not come across, and yet... Dude, it totally did. That sound did not come across. Greg, it did. Really? Greg. Yeah. So... You could hear the shock in your voice. No. What was that? So the amazing thing is, Shotgun and I didn't understand how it happened, because... The cut was labeled correctly. Right. But for whatever reason, and we had, back then, we had double encos between, like, ourselves and the ticket were, were like, they're on the same unit. But, so, what's amazing about this is, this happens, um, that was like a Friday. Monday, Gordon plays it that morning. That evening, um, Big Dick, he spent an hour... He called me on my cell phone because I had been on their show, and he and he had he had me on the phone with him. But he spent an hour asking people if if you had your choice of audio to play of someone coming out of a coma, could you come up with a better cut than that's like one of the Selma sisters on the Simpsons, like like we're like it's the perfect. And you're saying that truly happened on I, accident? I swear to you, Greg. Oh, that's funny. Like, I was dying in that producer's booth. And, you know, I mean, I wasn't even full-time yet. So I was trying to not, like, step on anybody's toes. Right. And Shotgun is just looking at me out of the side of his eyes, you know? And he said he could just see my back, like, just bouncing because I put my head down. And, I mean, dude, you're totally focused. You're doing your show, you know? But that's, like, part of the, you know, the uh, the behind-the-scenes action. Right. So, so no, okay. Well, so it's hilarious. I don't remember this at all, dude. I mean, that is crazy. All. It is. It is no. crazy that you cannot remember that because 
Everyone it's that one I'm, of the funniest things I've ever heard. Like, Jim had never heard it before <laughs> I started working with him. And I was like, dude, have you ever heard this? And, and he's like, no. I got this sense. So, um, listen to it one more time. Now that you know that it's, uh, it, it's, it's funny because you actually, we didn't win the emergency break of the week, which I think is like one of the saddest things ever. <laughs> but, I mean, we totally should have. So there's two things. One that happened just the other day. But let me um, let me just play this little portion for you again, just so you can hear it. Because I promise you, yes, it sounds like it should be edited. It doesn't sound like, I mean, the, it sounds like the stars and planets align to make this, I got this noise come I mean, out at the I didn't time hear that this it did. Live on the this is a woman who was diagnosed as being in this persistent vegetative state. Okay, so listen very closely. Kate Adams America. was asked here, were you in a coma, Kate? <laughs> Excuse me, I need to have, uh, what's going on here, guys? We got the wrong signal up here? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thank you very much. Let's try that again. Uh, Clint, can you please try and reload that cut number one for me? Because I think it got crossed with, uh, with another one. Is it ready to go? Can you hear it now? All right, let's try it again. Okay, please try and fix that for me. Dude, okay, so let me get my phone here because I, I couldn't believe this the other day. So um, every morning, Gordon does his first segment, and at the end of it, he does, like, famous birthdays for that day, right? Right. Oh, I forgot I had so this. So I was just driving into work, just minding my own damn business, and... This occurred. This is recent. I'm just gonna happen. Play it off of my phone. Let's see. Where it was it. her birthday. Mm. This was uh, this was Monday morning. Check this out. For some reason, Killer added this to the birthday list and wanted me to say it. Begged me to say it. Who? Terry Shiva would have been 55 today. Wow. <laughs> oh, and they still put that in. <laughs> That's like 12 years later, and it's still an inside joke. <laughs> I nearly drove off the road, Greg. I was oh, like, oh, funny. my Lord. Oh, that's funny. When you said this was after the Ancarlo sales thing, what sales thing? So when he was going back and forth and having that big argument with Gordon, when Gordon kind of said that he heard Ancarlo pimping his son out. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then so that... That casino night, you remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember casino night. Okay, so that night, Ancarlo confronted Gordon. Oh, no. Where he was like, I hear you've been saying some things about me. And Gordon was just kind of giving it right back to him, and Dan Bennett had to break him up, like, get between them. They weren't going to throw down, but Gordon was just like, I mean, he was making comments about, like, his horse teeth and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It was horrible. Oh, man. But, I mean, that's the other thing. I should send you all of that. I told you I have the that entire morning, the back and forth between the Musers and Ancarlo. That's what I'm looking at right now. I have all of those segments when they were, like, simultaneously. So the Musers were on the air, and they dialed up KLIF and pushed it up. And Um, Dude, what a trooper, though. See? See? See that? That's why that dude's cool. Yeah, I wor- I've worked around plenty now, man. I can pick them. That's awesome. Isn't that great? I'm still like, 
I'm with Jim. Like, how do you not remember that happening? Dude, so I think it is really perspective because, man, he had gotten hired there from Florida. I think he was in Florida. If you're in Dallas, that's a big time. Yeah. He's got a lot of other stuff going on. He had already gotten a yeah. lot of attention, had maybe already filled in for Glenn. Yeah. Dude, he's hyper-focused. Like I said, he was a professional. The other one was just, <laughs> oh, look at me coming in here from Nashville. Nobody expects it. That's the kind of thing they would do in Paducah, Clint. Always with the Paducah. <laughs> <laughs> Paducah gets shit on in radio talk yeah. more than anything else. That's one of the that's one of the the hot ones to throw down the small market radio. Poughkeepsie is another one. Dude, I am it's the, the puss. biggest effing jack wagon. What? In that I didn't bring that folder that I told you I was so happy I had, but I do have Jesus. At, at least two of the things. What'd you say? I said Jesus. I thought that bag was a little bit light a minute ago. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Worries me because I got my, I, my illustrated history or secret history of the world is is at the studio. I'm hoping my boy would have locked it up. But you know, think about how fun it would be to go start talking to people yeah. from back in the day. I mean, my white whale who has agreed to it several times, we just haven't put it down. Is like Reiner's gonna, you know? It's like, man, you should let me, you should let me interview you, man. He's, I would love for you to do that with me, man. <laughs> because it's almost like what's going on with Dirk right now, right? It's like yeah. he may not be one to draw attention to himself in the moment, but at the same time, like we were a part of Glory Day radio shit. For instance, uh, I was listening to uh, Simmons had Bill Hader on his 500th episode and uh, Bill Simmons. Yeah, and Bill Simmons is. Have you seen his show or the John Hader show, Barry, on HBO? Yeah, yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, and you know Winkler's in that show. Yeah, yeah. I've told you about my Fonzie encounter. I don't remember. So, one of the things that I would do up there when I was the interned, they would have me run down, and you know, because they would. People would come in Maple, hang with security there, so they're kind of like a, away from the public. Yeah. And then a representative from the stations would come, and it was usually me. And uh, I, I had Fonzie rolling in the elevator, and and the 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 ju- whatever it was that I said to him, I wish I could remember, but I was you know cracking on something, and he he just kind of had like he was kind of just. And then I said that, and he he laughed out loud, and then looked at me like, "Man, that was it's pretty solid there." <laughs> like, what do you do around here? I wear a shirt that says "Pills" on my. <laughs> <laughs> famously, got from my fluffhead shirt. What's 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 going on with your t-shirt there from Dan Bennett? Uh, Clint, uh, what's that on your shirt? <laughs> oh, you know, it's uh, it's actually it's 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 a band thing. My son likes bands. And I think his son <laughs> just wanted to read. He came in there one time, and I realized that's what was going on. He That that was why he was like, he saw me take an Advil. Oh, yeah. I have a shirt on that says, I sure got some powerful pills, which is a line from the song Fluffhead, 
with like pharmacy bottles laying on. I'm not even thinking. You know, I'm not thinking yeah, anything about right. it. Uh, what? what? <laughs> We're gonna drag you to a sante center. You might for, as well just be advertising. I do drugs. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, but this is radio, right? <laughs> yeah. This is radio, man. I'm so bummed out. We don't have the original audio. I mean, like hearing hearing them riff on it is funny, but. Man, I wish we had the original audio still. So I found my tower. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm thinking that it may only take like a case of beef jerky sticks. And by case, I mean like a 30-pack. And I might be able to get one of those weirdos that works in the dark caves down. <laughs> they moved my desk down here, and I was told I could see the squirrels, <laughs> and I can't see the squirrels. Um, one of those guys may take a look at it. Nice. Because that hat, that would have it. It's one of those situations where I don't know what we lost because of. Well, why would I not say his name? Jim, Jim, Jimmy Gracie came in there and yeah. um, just went ahead and just decided to delete the whole. <sighs> I can't get in my feelings about that, or the rest of this podcast is going to be angry. But we would have, we we would definitely have now, hold that. On. Original. I, don't, I don't know that I know this whole story. He came in and just wiped the computer or the Enco or. Turn me down just a little bit on my ear. Uh, let's see. Here, this one. They hired this guy to try to get us to quit. Nothing for nothing. That's what they were doing. Yeah. I had the person who hired him admit that there was a squeeze being put on after the fact, and that's fine. And yes, the first day on the job, before 4 a.m., more than an hour and a half before we're going on the air, he swung a very heavy... I, I bet you he tried to kick it and maybe broke his ankle, and that started as tenure there off poorly but he swings the door open like hey yeah i haven't even met the guy and it's what are you what are you doing okay yeah what are we doing what, what's going on with the news and the things and so I, this is yeah this is you're an hour until airtime more than because i was off mornings at this point i think yeah, i was right, i was totally. on the afternoons we get in a physical altercation because he got mad at me <clears throat> threw his glasses down on the table like a what this is first day his first week, the first day, he did kick the studio door in, and and this was one for of the, what reason? Just to be like, I'm here. Oh yeah, it's a new day, a new uh, dawn. <laughs> what a way to start. What's crazy is Steve died. Yeah, and the guy that they got to fill in for him, good dude, Paul. W, Paul W M A L over his head in that place. I I, I, I kind of feel well. And again, another one of the people who bought what management was saying was all you need to do is get that Granberry character out of there and this things will start to run nicely. Mm. Right. All these people, they seem, I don't know, even if I am in this business longer than they have been and certainly know where all the skeletons are buried up here. And the only reason that I don't have your job is because I refuse to play ball. I will wear shorts. I will wear my Birkenstocks. I will have long hair. I will champion the fact that sometimes Greg Knapp shows are funny. It's only because you know that I know where the bodies are buried, including the one that we found in the apartment building. <laughs> Moment of silence. So... I got in trouble for playing drops over coast to coast beds, you know, like when coast to coast is on and it's like, doo -doo 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 -doo. yeah, and they play like a minute long. Yeah. Music so event. of course I know that. So I would just walk in there and just fire off like, <laughs> just you know, <laughs> who else seen a leprechaun say, yeah, to me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else seen the leprechaun say, yeah. yeah! <laughs> and then Lisa Taylor ratted me out. 
Clint, um, Lisa said she she heard some some weird audio being played. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Pull the tape. What, what time was it? How how many people were listening, and how many of those people did not have their penis in their hands, or were not in a tinfoil hat, yeah. or were not under the influence of something, wishing that Art Bell was still alive? <laughs> So Gracie, he, he came into the break room one day and he didn't like my response and he started yelling at me and he threw his glasses down and his glasses bounced and they bounced up and they hit me and he walked towards me as if he was going to be in an aggressive manner and he was like, you know, brah, 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 brah. But he stopped about three feet yeah. away and I stood up and I was like, Jim, your glasses are over here on the floor. Would you like to come and get them? <laughs> because I would have to lay you out. <laughs> with some, some, and this is a cl- of okay. The savage Jabari the, the, is a movie. The Sav May, yeah, is they expect it, but this is like, what is going on, man? Like, this is unnecessary. So one day I go into the production room, my room. I mean, I am the production director of the station. Nobody else is doing it. Yeah, it's supposed to be me and John Michaels, but I mean, please. Mr. Do ain't doing shit. Mr. Do ain't doing <laughs> shit. And I still, it sucks too, because I would, I would like to be cool with that dude, but he knew better than what he did. And when I hear beds on promos now that I know he didn't have until he got a hold of that, uh-huh. Gracie told him to take it down, erase the terabytes. Really? And I walked into the, and it wasn't there. And I mean, nothing was there. Like the oh, computer was wiped? like Or the, the production computer was the ter- Yeah, the yeah. Terra Drive had been removed. Bro, something's wrong. Like, we don't have, and, and you know, he had been telling me to do shit. Like, he wanted this done and this done and this done, production-wise. And I went in there, I'm like, dude, I don't have anything. Like, there's something wrong. And I think it dawned on him, like, oh. I just maybe he just thought it was my shit. Like, let me just go ahead and just cash you outside, and yeah, we'll see how that plays, dude. I lit into him. He was sitting in his chair too, and I was like, he was like, it was, it was rough. And he tried to be like, hey, wait a minute, I'm the boss here, and tried to stand up. And um, I looked at Sean and I shut the door. Why? Well, I mean, we, we just needed to move on from some stuff. So he was mad about, like, drops and, and beds or, or whatever else. That I were... don't. I don't. It, again, they're trying to get me to quit. Yeah. Or get fired for fucking destroying him physically. I went downstairs, and he told me he had John Michaels do it, dude. And that, that almost just as much. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah. I've worked with you for how long? You're going to tell me you just erased my hard drive. And I mean, now I get it. Because that dude is like, that guy up there is better at every single thing I do than me. He's younger. He makes less money. But I mean, at the time, I took it personally. Yeah. I realized he was making a move that he thought was a good one. And he's a douchebag. And the well, next he, he time. He was doing I, what they said to do. Like, I, I, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I yeah. mean, dude, he kept shit. That's the thing right. that drives me crazy. Right. Is that just the other day, you know, are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Like all those 
Yeah. That's the dark side of the entertainment. <laughs> you remember not long ago we were talking about AI up in this bitch. And this is just a genius bit. So this dude, he took his robot AI program or whatever. And he had um, accumulated via the interwebs hours worth of hammer commercials personal injury law commercials oh like like jim adler yeah jim, okay jim hammer them yeah. you know the texas hammer did a mexican hit you <laughs> did a truck driver hit Were you, you hit by a giant truck it ain't pretty when you face a bad truck wreck greedy insurance companies play dirty bring it on i'm jim adler the texas hammer i stand tough and carry a big big hammer I thought so. <laughs> Did Clint from that podcast yeah. hit you while you had headphones on and walked across the street when you couldn't push? Call me because we will still be causing trouble for him even today. Yeah. Do you sound like Terry Schiavo? <laughs> I thought you were asking me if I did. No. Man, my voice was you? cracky cracky on that audio. Um. So anyway, then he had the robot write a commercial. Okay. Actually, the funny thing is in this bit, you need to read it. And I had it printed, so I was going to hand it to you. It's not long, okay. but I'm just going to mail it to you there so you can pull it up on oh, you. Okay. Because it doesn't look, it's not big on my phone. Um, and read it as if you're reading copy for a commercial. Like dry? <laughs> just power through it. Yeah, okay. don't pre-read it. Just go. All, All right. right. <clears throat> it says lawyer commercial, interior of a firm law <laughs> Interior, firm law room. A lawyer stands next to a shelf with books. The books are very wide. They've eaten too many words. Lawyer says, have you been hurt in an accidental car? Has the government sold your lungs without asking nicely? Are you mesothelioma? Answer me. The lawyer opens a briefcase. It's full of lemons, the justice fruit only lawyers may touch. If so, you can act entitled for money. I'll help. I graduated from lawn school, and all my teachers were bitten by dogs. Words scroll across the bottom of the screen. These are cases the lawyer takes. Unfair stabbing, illegal shoes, music to Canadian, sue the rain, divorce your toilet, fake sons. I've been a lawyer for over 35 weekends, and I'm currently dating the Bill of Rights for fun. We see the Bill of Rights. It's in love. The lawyer will break its heart. There's nothing we can do. Let me use it to send your asbestos to court. I will wear two suits, and I promise to steal the judge's gavel for you. The lawyer opens up the jacket of his first suit. Millions of gavels pour out. His promise has worth. <laughs> My clients never go to jail town. We see his past clients. A tornado, a tornado, a tornado. Remember, you don't pay any money unless you pay us money. Call for a free use of phone. The phone digits appear. It's your social security number. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> it's your social security number. So this was the other story that I brought for you. Um, and I, I would say stop me if you've heard this, but don't stop me if you've heard it. But I really enjoyed this headline, and it was man throws meth death party for wife before she dies. Did you hear this? <laughs> no. I haven't. Um, it will mean more to you when you see him. Of course. Yeah, that, that looks about right. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> right? 
What would you? How would you describe that? Give seven words. Uh, Mr. Clean face turned into a lemon. That's kind of what I see. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So um, this occurred in Brown County, Wisconsin, as many things usually do. A man was accused of giving his sick wife methamphetamine before she died. Dwayne or Dwayne, love it. One of the famous names. It should have been followed by something else. Is it is it D W or like D U? Oh, I'm sorry. His middle name is Arden. Dwayne Arden Johnson. Dwayne Arden Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Really? Well, not the the Rock. rock? Not the Rock. He smoked the Rock. Yeah, he looks like he's been hit by a rock. Yeah, several times. Uh, Told authorities that he was throwing her a quote death party. Uh, Johnson called 911 to tell authorities that his wife had died. Once on the scene, officers found the words death, pardi, P-A-R-D-E, God hell, spray painted on the front door. (laughs) God hell. And a naked Dwayne Johnson allegedly ran outside and said his wife was dead, then ran back inside to take a bath. He was later found in the bathtub hallucinating and trying to wash white and black things from his skin (laughs) deborah johnson's body was found wrapped in a sheet at the top of the stairs Dwayne said the couple took meth and spent their final hours having sex and listening to the metal band quiet riot after her death Dwayne wrapped deborah in linen like the bible told me to do (laughs) and he said that he waited several hours before calling 911 to make sure she was dead (laughs) He was arrested and charged with criminal neglect and felony counts of theft and receiving stolen property. His bond was set at $250,000 with condition. Was she going to die? Like, was she terminally ill? Yeah, and they something took, like that. And, and, and he and pumped like, her full of meth and banged all night? Yeah, with quiet riot yeah. <laughs> in the background. And death party, yeah. like the football coach, death party, God, God hell. hell. God. Ran outside naked, then ran back inside. Yeah. Like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. Announcement. Got to get back in the bathtub. Get things yeah. crawling on me. My God. So have you, um, this was another one of the stories that I pulled, and I just really always like to see your face when you hear a good headline. Take you to Germany, sir. Okay. The plan to build a sausage museum on the site tied to an ex-Nazi death camp <laughs> Sparks outcry. Perfect. <laughs> In Berlin proper, plans to build a sausage museum at the annex of the former Nazi concentration camp Buchenwald Thursday sparked protest God. over a lack of historical awareness. <laughs> an, asso- an association called the Friends of the Thuringer Bratwurst had announced plans to move the, quote, Bratwurst Museum for from its current location in Holzhausen to Moltzhausen, where a theater and a hotel will also be built. Showing, no doubt, sausage flicks. Of course. But the Mellenhausen site was once part of the Buchenwald camp where the Nazis imprisoned almost a quarter of a million people between 1937 and 1945. One of the big ones. Around 700 Jewish women were held in the outlying location that is said to be redeveloped into a tourist attraction. <laughs> The prisoners um, had been sent from the Auschwitz death camp to work in the weapons factory nearby and warned that they would be returned to the death camp. 
when they could no longer work. Hey, you better keep it up or else you're going back. Yeah. One of the guys at the Memorial Foundation said the redevelopment plan showed, quote, a lack of sensitivity and a lack of historical awareness. He said that the foundation does not automatically rule out any plans to reuse the site. Just not for a sausage museum? He said um, it depends on what is to be done there. Amid the uproar, the local mayor is holding talks with the region's Jewish community. Might want to do that. (laughs) An estimated... 56,000 people died at the camp proper. Uh, They were either killed by the Nazis or perished through illness, cold or starvation, and um, thousands and thousands of Jews, including Romans, political opponents of the Nazis, gays, and Soviet prisoners were also destroyed. And, of course, the first comment on the story... Kind of like the Israelites building Palestine, oh, bulldozing Palestinian villages. Yep. They're setting up sausage museums on the West Bank. Lately, our favorite thing has been to rekindle the p- human pig chimera. We've we've delved back into the my, my friend, my, my friend, <laughs> my friend, in the most Cajun of accents <laughs> that we can. Oh, you don't even you don't even believe there's clones. <laughs> But the great part about it is I found some of the uh, the home buyer call that I told you that was just as crazy just because of how upset he was with us. Oh, that you we mean the guy, the guy that was the, uh, the handyman thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I saw a commercial for it today, of course, in the middle of the day on Fox News right after one of those where they try to get you to buy a lot of gold, a lot of silver, or like a gold eagle or right. a coin that has a gold eagle. A gold eagle double on. eagle. Eagles are dropping dookie on people. Did you hear about this? No. I mean, this could be a karma train, but anyway, right outside of Seattle, they're picking up um, near a landfill. People are just having duke and hazardous waste dropped on them. And it is, in fact, the eagles going into the, you know, um, was it was it Franklin that didn't want the bald eagle to be the bird because he said it was a scavenger and it wasn't representative? Of that sounds yeah yeah they're they're well, like just going into the landfill and pulling out biomedical waste. This one dude was showing the television crew a it sounds so ridiculous a bowl of blood like <laughs> a just bag of blood landed they dropped in, yeah. That's amazing. Either they're doing bits and trying to get back at us for <laughs> lots of things, including power lines. Very disturbing. I saw a the closest I ever got to a bald eagle. It was, in fact, stuffed, but he was stuffed because he had hit a power line. Moment of silence for Bill O'Reilly. Silence for the bald eagle. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Bald Bill. Yeah. I keep thinking about that. Listening back to that David Hogg call, I still can't wrap my head around. I like part of his part of his theory is hung on the fact that his name is Hogg, right? Like that's part of it. What's amazing is I brought David Hogg up. That's why he <laughs> says, but that is not the reason I, I called. called. You brought it up. Oh, you probably don't even. Yeah, we wrote down on the calendar all the days. I think he said that things were supposed to be destroyed, but. Of course, you know, now, some people think he was actually, uh, you know, born on 9-11 because, you know, 3-11 and 11, 
you know how they like you know um n- the numbers yeah <laughs> couldn't he couldn't quite place numerology 322 or yeah. 922 or he whatever said, it was. definitely said something about 311 because yeah, i yeah. asked him about the 311 catalog yeah. and that was before his burner phone <laughs> or the men in black finally made it to him one more thing before we go don't know if we had talked at that time but the during the eclipse the full moon the right. lunar eclipse yeah i mean i was in the t-spot anybody want to go to i mean it's the full blood moon blood wolf moon. yeah the super blood wolf, wolf moon. moon yeah lunar eclipse anyone want to yeah. go to werewolf road anybody down for oh this? man i you know i would but you know no i mean everybody was real tough until then so as I often do, went to the darkness, and it was crazy. I don't know if you did. Did you experience it at all? The eclipse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, so this is out a little ways. This is you know south of town, so the light pollution is minimal. There is a forty nine, the toll road that comes off a of twenty right there. It's not right there, but it's there close enough, and you can actually hear it. It's elevated, so when cars right. are going over it at a high speed, you can hear it. Just to refresh your memory, the cemetery on this side where there's like a drive-up thing is open to the public. And in fact, someone was buried there in like January. It's not really taken care of that well, but whatever. It's more weird because it's got the old plastic flowers that look like they've been there since 1963. But there's some old graves in there. But... The kicker is that uh, as you walk towards the back of the cemetery, there it's separated. There is another cemetery, and many people have speculated it's because it's native. Because most definitely that cemetery that is open is the black cemetery yeah. of the area. Because um, we spotted some quote-unquote relatives of mine that are there. Like one of the guys that I played basketball with, his grandmother or something was buried there. The other side, though, long, long, long reported just the place for the spooky shit in Tyler. And it was so overgrown. What's the, This is amazing to me. It was so overgrown that I didn't, you couldn't tell that there was a cemetery right there back in the day. And, I mean, I would go out there deer in the day. Like, yeah. There's a chain link fence over there, but it's been stepped down on and crossed. And the other side... I went in May last year right after I found out about after I heard that story. And, I mean, there are stones you can't see because the grass is so high. So I got just drove over there by myself and got out of the car, and I turned the recorder on as I am wont to do. As I just started walking towards the, the fence there. It's not Terry Shivo great. But the coincidence of it is it a, it's like is it a coincidence?
there's something weird in there that sounds fun. I hear like a low noise in there somewhere. I'm just going to say, and I, I, I didn't notice this before until it sounds like there's a man yelling out there like he's trying to be a coyote. He's like, ah! Yeah. Or Again. It doesn't matter. Two minutes on the lunar blood super wolf moon eclipse, me alone in the werewolf road cemetery, yeah. walk over to the fence before I can even get across it. Like that starts happening. Was that? It was a chair. Dude, he did that <laughs> shit in here, man. be a car it also i would think it would have lasted longer but whatever yeah it could be a car have you been I on could... 49 yeah but there sounds like a guy going ah in the yeah middle of that. it's so weird sounding bizarre a specter <laughs> a lone okay. specter um <laughs> dude somebody was like hey <laughs> that ain't the word for ghost man you know that right look oh lord it's <laughs> a nice pick here 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 yeah no she knows too like she knows she knows by the way speaking of knows you know uh we never released that wolf expert because I had a conversation with her about whether or not she really wanted to talk about it. Oh, right. And um, she went on a podcast the other day. And Talked was, about it? And that was the first thing the dude asked her. And she was like, what? And she said she assumed that I had put that out. That that's how he knew. 
I mean, surely she must have told somebody else, right? And that, Let's call her and ask her. She mad? No, 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 not at all. We don't get mad. What's up, darling? What's up, my white witch? Titty bitch. Your white bitch? No, white witch, titty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to Matt. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Hanging out. I just flipped and showed him the phone what, what happens when you call me. <laughs> Is that why you didn't answer before? No, I just, it, actually, I had it on silent. And I looked stunned. down and I saw the Valley of Goodness and um, I just couldn't pick it up quick enough. <laughs> you know, you make me weak in the knee, girl. What are you doing? We recording. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. I was just telling him that, uh, has your episode run yet? Yes. It's totally fucking. All of a sudden, it was all over social media. He didn't even tell me before he posted it. He told me after he posted it. Then I was tagged. I was like, tag out of everything. I was not happy. That's my full permission. I know, but I also am apparently one of, like, three people, and they may all be in this room that have integrity and actually think their actions through and how they could affect other people. I'll give you a call here in a bit. Say bye-bye, Matt. Bye-bye, Matt. All right, baby. I'll talk to you in a bit. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, we should drop her story in right here. <laughs> oh, for many days, I didn't bring him here because I suffer when he bites me. He bites me in my vagina. When I'm walking and he sees all the dog, he right away, he jump on my vagina because he gets so crazy that he doesn't know who I am. He forgets everything. And he, he buys the Labrador and his penis. I don't want him to buy my Labrador and the penis. My Labrador is a baby. It's beautiful. That was a good discussion, if I remember. I mean, that was forever ago. Yeah. I that just... was like a year ago, right? Man. That might have been the when we were up here. Dude, I mean, it was your birthday, and I released a shit of your birth. Did you listen? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, from like a year, <laughs> a year prior. You got you to gotta at least like give me like a m- mediocre thumb sideways <laughs> when you. I do like the shout out that our 100th episode's coming in spring of 2019. Right. Which was, which was a gag back then, but is all yeah, too real yeah. right now. Jera, Jera <laughs> wrote it. Yeah. Dude, and shout out to the J-Ra. But if you do wish to reach out to us, OKTalkPodcast at gmail.com. For whatever reason, just kind of off of the Facebook because I don't have time to get caught up in anything. And I usually do get caught up in something, mainly just looking at Johnny Tayo's posts. So I love hearing from you guys. For some reason, Facebook tries to shame me for being slow on the return. And I, I can't, that's the one thing I don't like, you know, like I don't talk shit to me, Facebook. Yeah. There's a lot of like, Hey, maybe you ought to get back to this person. Well, maybe that person just sent me a thumbs up back and I don't feel the need to respond. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I'm supposed to quick thumbs up back in yeah. or yeah. what if I just put, we get in a thumbs up war. That's the dumbest thing. You yeah. would, you would have a better response rate if you would actually respond to the people who said thank you to the answer you gave them earlier. What would <laughs> right. you say now? Yeah. Well, you say you'll you, move. You say you have a podcast. Thank you for everything. Send us an email. Correspond with us. 
please go to iTunes or wherever will take your review. Even if you don't listen to anything in iTunes, you can go to iTunes, type in OK Talk. It's going to try to send you to another show called OK Talk <laughs> or might be confused for a minute, but you will figure it out. You'll know what you know what we, we look like. Find us. Uh, even if you don't listen to anything in there, you can just hit the five star. It takes one second to do that. Or you could be cool and write a review, and if you do, I will read it on the air most of the time, especially when it's exciting. Shop.oktalkshow.com is your place to go for all the cool merch. So, oktalkpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, hit us up. We're on the Twitter. We're on the iTunes. We're on the Spotify. Thank you, guys, and um, we love you. And Matt, good to have you. Yeah. We'll be back. Miss me with the Show bullshit. It. Spooky. Spooky dookie. Spookeros. Spook, 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 spookeros. It's not the right word, you know. Hey, you know that's not uh, Mexican <laughs> for ghost. Just something else all entirely. Yeah. You're kidding me that it's not spookeros. Well, then what is spookeros is what I want to know. I see ninjas in this bitch stunting, popping bottles, getting drunk with these witches, and when they leave, they get followed. Fall asleep with that witch and don't really know much about her. Then she let us in. We take all of your shit. And when you wake up, she help you try to find it. I love her. Take back the weed. Take back the cocaine, baby. Take back the pill. Take back the whiskey, too. Don't need it now. Your love was all I was after. I'll make it now, but I can get off on you. I can buy on a little or nothing at all. Well, I know. And I can get high just thinking about you. And so, I take back the weed, take back the cocaine, baby. Take back the pill, take back the whiskey, too. Don't need it now, your love's all I was after well, I'll make it now, but I can get off on you Who would have thought this was something that I'd ever do I'm working it out, mellowing out Take back the weed, take back the cocaine, baby. Take back the pill, take back the whiskey, too. Don't need it now, your love was all I was after. I'll make it now, but I can get off on you. Take back the weed, take back the cocaine, baby. Take back the pills, take back the whiskey too.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.